Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for free. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com slash busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray and I talk all about Monday Night Raw from last night. And everybody is talking about Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, and WWE Hall of Famer Shawn Michaels. And the punt heard around the world. Was it very much like Christian, Flair, and Big Show? We get into it on this edition of the Busted Open Podcast. Also, we talk about the great women's tag match from last night as well. Sasha and Bailey, Asuka and Shayna. We break it down right here on Busted Open. And also, our very own Hall of Famer Mark Henry joins in on the conversation to talk about Raw, but also our big virtual party coming up on Sunday. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Bully, you did a great job breaking down what we saw at the end of the show with Shawn Michaels. And, you know, I don't think we're being overcritical after seeing, you know, Shawn Michaels, somebody who hasn't been in the ring other than that tag match in Saudi, hasn't been in the ring in 10 years, taking RKO and a punt from Randy Orton and within two seconds is crawling to the turnbuckle and picking himself up almost to his feet. A lot of people are trying to defend it on social media. You know what? I would love Bully to hear from them. I, I'd, I'd love to hear the other side of it. 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT93. Especially after seeing what happened right after that, where Drew McIntyre, your WWE champion, somebody who's in the prime of his career, get hit with the RKO and is laid out. Now, I understand eventually he was able to get to the second rope and pull himself up. But I think a 55-year-old man who hasn't been in the ring and wrestled in 10 years gets hit with an RKO and then gets hit with a punt who has laid out a lot of people is within two seconds crawling to the turnbuckle. I, I, I mean, to me, and like you said, one of the greatest sellers ever, you know, to the point where you're 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 mentioning Steamboat and Ricky Morton, maybe top three greatest sellers ever. 
didn't sell at all to me in my eyes last night on Raw. Like I said, I can't understand it. From, uh, from the fans' eyes, I thought, uh, as a fan, I thought Randy's RKO and his kick to the head was the most ineffective thing I've ever seen. Because you hit him with a, with a finisher that has won you multiple World Heavyweight Championships, has won you multiple matches, and you punted a guy in the head that has taken out multiple legends, but uh-uh, not Shawn Michaels. So from a fan's point, now I'm scratching my head going, wow, is Shawn really strong or is Randy really weak? From the professional point of view, I'm sorry, it's unexcusable. And I was brought up the right way in this business, Dave. I have an immense amount of respect for the guys and the gals that came before me. And I am nowhere in the league of worker as Shawn Michaels is. Shawn is, forget about it. I, I can't say enough good about the type of worker he is. But I'll be damned with my knowledge of the wrestling business that I'm not going to come on here today and I'm not going to point a little bit of a finger and go, what the hell was that? Why would you do that? Why would you blatantly not sell? Why would you do that to a top dog in the company? Why would you bury Randy's finish? I, 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 I did turn to social media last night to see if I could glean any opinions that maybe I was missing. Maybe, maybe something got past me. And the you, you, you see it, you know how you just said that a lot of people are defending Sean? They're defending Sean with some outside of the box reasoning. And here's the one thing that I read from multiple people, which I found really interesting. I want to get your take. Go ahead. This is this is this is way beyond anything like in the ring when it comes to registering selling. They said that Sean did it on purpose because Randy Orton has been so vocal about NXT talents. He's gone at it with Ciampa. He's talked about NXT talents, I guess, leg slapping, or maybe he was talking about AEW. He goes, I don't know. But hasn't Randy been vocal about NXT talents? Yeah, he, he sent out a tweet not that long ago that we talked about on the air on NXT. He did. Okay. So Randy takes shots at NXT guys. So maybe this was Sean's way of getting back at Randy. This is not my opinion. This is not my take. This is what I'm reading on social media. This I, is what I, I, this is the, the feedback from fans. I, I find that hard to believe, Bully, just for the fact that Shawn Michaels, more than anybody, I would think is going to do what's best for business and what's going to be best for this company. Really? Was that best for business? I'll tell you what, Dave, here's your opportunity to shut me down and shut me up. Why did Shawn Michaels not sell last night? I have no idea. I have, well, I have and I'm gonna no keep idea. No, but, and that's fine. I just, something as petty as a tweet though, like, uh, and then here you are on Monday Night Raw because it's not even just about, it's not even just about Randy Orton. But then also you got to add in too, it's about Drew McIntyre. More than anything, it's about your WWE ch champion, Drew McIntyre. And if you go back and watch, you know, and I just watched it again. And you're 100% right, Bully. RKO, punt to the head, two seconds. 
One Mississippi, two Mississippi. Uh, Shawn Michaels is on all fours crawling towards the turnbuckle. Gets to the turnbuckle, grabs the second rope of the turnbuckle, kind of pulls himself up to where he's kind of sitting on that first turnbuckle. And then, you know, out comes, you know, out comes the referee, out comes Drew McIntyre checking on him. Are you okay? Are you okay? They almost get him to his feet. So Shawn Michaels is almost to his feet. Drew McIntyre turns around, RKO for Randy Orton. Drew McIntyre is laid out, laid out. Then all of a sudden you see Shawn Michaels kind of crumple to the mat. So he goes from kind of being on his feet where he then falls down to the mat. And then is kind of like reaching over to Drew to make sure Drew is okay. And then Drew McIntyre manages to get to the second rope and pulls himself up. Drew McIntyre did a lot more selling to that one RKO than Shawn Michaels did from that RKO and the punt. And it almost felt like watching it back that Shawn Michaels was like, oh shit, Drew McIntyre selling the hell out of his RKO. I better fall down. Come on. Shawn Michaels doesn't know to sell a finish and doesn't know to sell a punt in the head. I, I think we're, we're we're making excuses right here. There was there's got to be some reason. I, I there's got to be some type of personal something going on that we don't know about for Shawn Michaels, one of the best of all time, to completely no sell. At best, he registered. There are degrees of selling, and registering is the first level of selling. He registered, meaning he took the move. He took the punt, acknowledged that it happened, and registered it as if, oh, yeah, I just got hit with something. Selling it is now making it believable. Was anything that Shawn Michaels did last night in his selling believable that you just took an RKO, top one of the top finishes in the business, and then you got punted in the head? Listen, if you don't want to believe in the RKO, go punt somebody in the head. And I'm not telling anybody to punt anybody in the head. Don't get the wrong idea here. But I'm saying, if you punt somebody in the head the way Randy Orton did to Shawn Michaels, they're going to go night-night. As you say, they're going to go sleepy-time Bobos. You're going to go sleepy-time Bobos. So, I, so, Bully, seeing those tweets last night, do you think there's some validity to it? Do you think that, like... You know, now that you know Shawn Michaels is is the guy with any I mean, he's wearing the NXT hat to the ring last night. Listen, Sean and Hunter are best friends. Sean and Hunter run NXT. Randy took verbal shots at NXT. Okay, so yeah, maybe Sean maybe Sean knows that the NXT guys really can't get Randy Orton back. So maybe he took it upon himself. I don't know, but that's what many people on social media are saying. Now, these people on social media, are they experts? Absolutely not. And I am an expert in this situation? Absolutely not. But I cannot come up with one logical, legitimate reason. Like when when I hear a conspiracy theory, Dave, if you give me one good fact to hang my hat on, I'll listen to your conspiracy theory. Otherwise, it's just made up bullshit that anybody can make up. I want one fact, one thing I can hang my hat on as to why Shawn Michaels did not sell an RKO and a punt to the head. Even if somebody were to tell me, well, well, 
we're 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 getting ready for an angle between Sean and and uh uh, and, and Randy, and we wanted to get their look face to face when they went off script. Oh, okay, okay, maybe. And why did Shawn Michaels say to Randy Orton that at SummerSlam, whether it's from Sweet Chin Music or a Claymore, you're going down? Why did he bring Sweet Chin Music into it? What, what does that have to do with anything? Shawn Michaels is going to hit his finish on Randy Orton? And you're going to get Drew McIntyre disqualified. Why would Shawn Michaels put himself in to that? Is there something there? Is Shawn getting involved? Well, Bully, I mean, I think you're kind of breaking it down in a way that maybe he is. If you got Shawn Michaels, who has not been in the ring, other than that tag match in Saudi, has not been in the ring since he faced The Undertaker, at WrestleMania 26 in his retirement match, that's over 10 years ago. 10 years. Okay? 55 years old. Gets not only RKO'd, but he gets punted to the head. And within two seconds, he's on all fours cr- uh, crawling to the turnbuckle. And as you said, in earlier on, on the microphone, he's saying whether it's from Sweet Chin Music or a Claymore, Why? There's got to be reasons for all this. So maybe the biggest reason of all is this is not the last time we're going to see Shawn Michaels. Maybe we are going to see Shawn Michaels on Sunday at SummerSlam. Why else would he bring up his finish and not sell Randy Orton's finish? You can, listen, if we're going to see him on Sunday, it's okay for him to bring up Sweet Chin Music. It is completely unexcusable to not sell Randy Orton's finish and a punt to the head. It's too strong. It's entirely too strong. And because those moves are so strong, Sean takes away from them by not selling. There is nobody, I challenge any professional in the wrestling business to call this show right now and, 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 and have a conversation with me, a discussion with me, a fucking argument with me as to why Shawn Michaels didn't sell. If Shawn Michaels himself wants to call into the show, I will bow down to the veteran. I will not talk over him. I will keep my freaking mouth shut. I want to know why the selling wasn't there. I love it. I love anybody. It. I challenge anybody in this business to tell me why Shawn Michaels did not sell. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Murray. You may know me as host of the Sirius XM Blitz on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Here now to introduce you to my new podcast, Going Long. Every week, I'll talk to big names both in and out of the world of sports, Hall of Famers, actors, actresses, comedians, broadcasters, maybe even some chefs. We'll discuss their lives, their successes, their failures, and of course, the one thing that connects all of them, a passion for sports. So join me every Thursday on the Sirius XM app, Pandora, Stitcher, and Apple Podcast for Going Long. We're a little surprised by what we saw at the end of Monday Night Raw. And that is Shawn Michaels within two seconds kind of getting on all fours, crawling to the turnbuckle after taking an RKO and a punt to the head. We've seen it even recently with Christian where that punt to the head, that you're out. You're out after getting that punt to the head. Dave, do you think there's any chance that Shawn Michaels uh, in his promo mentioned uh, Sweet Chin Music that... Sean is going to kick Drew by mistake. I don't know. I mean, why why would he mention whether it's by Sweet Chin Music or the Claymore? Like, why would he mention his finish 
talking about the main event from SummerSlam between Drew McIntyre, again, your WWE champion, and Randy Orton. Maybe there's something there. Maybe that maybe we should be reading the tea leaves. Actually, I don't want to re- read too close because then that'll ruin the surprise. Here's what I do know. I'm scratching my head as to why he mentioned Sweet Chin Music in the promo, but I'm definitely adamant about the sell at the end. With all due respect for, to Shawn Michaels and everything he's accomplished, respect up the wazoo. Sorry, last night, that wasn't working for me. And you're saying that a lot of people weren't bothered by it. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I see a lot of people that are bothered by it. I just don't think anybody had the balls in this business, except for me, to actually say something about it because, oh, it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah, it's Shawn Michaels, and he deserves all the credit, all the respect in the world, yada, yada. But last night, when Shawn Michaels had an opportunity to do something for Randy Orton, it wasn't done. Shawn is Uh, being brought in for somebody, not for Shawn. Shawn's done. His career's over. He sits high on the horse. He's one of the guys. He's a made guy. He's a boss. His boss has the opportunity to do something for Randy. Who does Randy Orton turn to in the locker room to get him one step higher to the next level? Hey, Roman, can you do it for me? Nope. Hey, um, Seth, can you do it for me? Nope. Randy's got nobody left. That's why we pull in an edge. That's why we pull in a flare. That's why we pull in a Sean. These are the guys that can get Randy... To that, to that level that only few get to. I'm done. Bully, bully. I took a picture. I just was rewatching it again. I'm sure a lot of people, as they're listening to you, bully, are going back to their DVRs and watching the end of Monday Night Raw. Shawn Michaels got the RKO and ate that punt from Randy Orton at two fifty-seven. I mean, 2.57 into the show. Two hours and 57 minutes into the show. Okay? At two hours and 59 minutes into the show, you know, 60 seconds before they went off the air, I took a picture. So this is this is two minutes after Shawn Michaels got the RKO and the punt. And I took a picture. Go to at Busted Open Radio, Bully, if you can, or the, or the nation. Go to at, Bust, go to at David LaGreca 1. I'll, I'll retweet it. If Gabby, if you could retweet it at Busted Open Radio. But go to at David LaGreca 1. I took a picture of Shawn Michaels and Drew McIntyre. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Uh, Drew McIntyre is selling that RKO from Randy Orton. Two minutes after getting the RKO and the punt, Shawn Michaels is looking at Drew McIntyre, like actually like crawling over to Drew McIntyre. It looks like Shawn Michaels is trying to help Drew McIntyre. That's two minutes after the RKO and the punt to the head. I'm sorry, but two minutes after getting uh, an RKO and a punt to the head from Randy Orton, Shawn Michaels should not even know where the hell he is. First of all, he should be out cold, but, but right, Bully? He's he's crawling to help Drew McIntyre. Are you shitting me? And the and the proof is in the pudding. I got the picture at David LaGreca one. He should not. Shawn Michaels should not even know where the fuck he is 
two minutes after getting an RKO and a punt from Randy Orton. I can't even believe that where this is an issue today. If anybody would have ever told me, you guys are going to have a discussion about Shawn Michaels not selling Randy Orton's RKO and punt to the head, I, 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 I would never believe you. I'd call you crazy. If you would have just told me you're going to have a conversation about Shawn Michaels not selling, period, I'd call you crazy. This is, like I said, this is one of the best workers ever. There's got to be some outside-of-the-box reason, Dave. There has to be. And, and I, I guess maybe, listen, it's a conspiracy theory, like I told you, that I'm, I'm reading about on social media with this whole NXT thing. But it's a conspiracy theory that has at least a little bit of stuff, fact that I can hang my hat on. NXT is Hunter's baby. Sean is Hunter's best friend. Randy took shots at NXT and the guys that Sean works directly with. Sean probably was pissed off about it and knows that these guys and gals in NXT really can't do anything to Randy. Randy's as untouchable as it gets. So Sean takes it upon himself to give a little shot back to Randy. Now, in my in the conspiracy theory that the internet is that social media is coming up with, I could sit back and go, "Huh? Yeah, maybe that's some old school mentality over there." I I, I can hang my hat on that one. Anything else? Nope. Sorry, can't do it. It's when you, as you're saying it, Bully. As you're going through the motions of saying about like the tweets and and, and Randy Orton did have some tweets about NXT. He was in specific. <laughs> Uh, the match between Champa and Karrion Cross, you know, Orton joked about the leg slapping in NXT, saying it's insulting, and then also said that he said he used, uh, you know, and then there was back and forth with 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 Orton and Champa. You know, Champa said that he uses Orton's matches as a remedy to make his daughter go to sleep. So there's obviously some going back and forth, and it's actually Randy Orton's wife that actually made the first tweet, but. There was tweets back and forth, Randy Orton being a part of it. And we talked about it. We were kind of surprised by it, you know. But here we are. We know that, you know, Shawn Michaels is definitely invested in NXT. And as you also mentioned, uh, Shawn Michaels' um, best friend, Triple H, is, is, is the man behind NXT. So maybe there's a little animosity. But as you're saying about this, I'm like, this is, come on, bully. You, this can't be true. Like, this can't be true. But at the same time, what else? What other explanation is there? There's got to be some kind of explanation. There is no, is it that, is it that Shawn Michaels thinks that much of himself that even taking a, an RKO and a punt to the head that he can get, that he can get up from that? Is he thinking, hey, I'm Shawn Michaels. I'm, I'm the greatest of all time. Could somebody be in his ear in the back and say, like, hey, sell, but don't sell too much. You're fucking Shawn Michaels. You're the best ever. You could get up from that. You're Shawn Michaels. Yes, you're 10 years removed from your career. Yes, you're 55 years old, but you're Shawn Michaels, man. Don't sell too much. Don't sell too much. We may need you at some point. Shawn sold last night as if he took a finish from a mid-carter. 
Sorry. That's, that's the truth. I don't care if that pisses people off. I don't care who gets annoyed. That's the truth. You know what? In this business, so many people are afraid of the truth. And they, they try to change the narrative or they try to, you know, they spin things and, oh, why are you being negative? I'm not being negative. I want to know why a guy that I have a fuck ton of respect for in Shawn Michaels as a worker had the opportunity to get Randy, Randy Orton over to the next level and it went to the wayside because Shawn Michaels didn't sell? You know what? If Shawn had his head in the wrong place and maybe Randy didn't catch the kick and Shawn maybe was just in the wrong position, okay, I understand anything can happen to anybody. The best of the best of the best makes mistakes sometimes. There were no mistakes. Sean took a perfect RKO. Sean took a perfect punt to the head. And Sean should have perfectly sold both of those moves. All right, let's get to the nation. And you know what, Bully? Of all the things that I saw last night, that wasn't the worst thing. There's something that bothered me even more than what I saw at the end of that show last night. I'll get into that in just a minute, but let's get out to the busted open nation. Let's go out to let's go out to Sam in Kentucky. Sam, what's going on, buddy? What do you want to say about the end of Monday Night Raw? Uh, I was just wondering with the current state of the way wrestling is anymore, and it sickens me, and I know it does bully as well. Uh, selling is a lost art, and you hate to see Shawn Michaels do it, but you see it across all wrestling where you see you know, people do 15 Canadian destroyers and flip-flops and all this sorts of things, and then they're up 10 seconds later doing something else. So is this just the way why wrestling basically sucks anymore? Or what? Well, you know Just what, Sam? No, I don't buy it, Sam. I don't buy it. And thanks for the phone call. That's Sean, That's Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels in the ring last night. This isn't like an indie show, you know, some 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 place in New Jersey. This is Monday Night Raw. The end, the very end of the show, the, of the go home show to SummerSlam, and that's Randy Orton and Shawn Michaels in the ring. So I don't want to hear about twenty Canadian destroyers outside the ring. It's not what we're talking about here. Bully it's the second it. most important main event on the calendar year. Yes. First most important main event, WrestleMania. Second most mo- important main event, SummerSlam. Yes or no? I, yes. There I agreed. Go. 100%. So I, 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 I don't buy that. I'm sorry. Let's go out to Jeff in South Dakota. Jeff, what did you want to say about the end of Monday Night Raw last night? Gentlemen, that was so bad. Shawn Michaels' no-sell was worse than the free stuff at the side of a garage sale. That sells better. That not selling the punt in RKO, how bad does that set back our image of Ric Flair, the giant, Edge and Christian, all taking it, selling it so much better, and this is supposed to be the lead-up to your main event at your second biggest show and your biggest Hall of Famer that you can still use doesn't sell to your greatest commodity that you have right now? Terrible job by Sean. And, Jeff, I'll even go a step further. Remember when they had that, uh, they had that uh, Tough Enough show with, when, with Stone Cold was the host? And they announced the winner on Monday Night Raw. Vince McMahon actually came out and announced the winner. This is from, you know, seven, eight years ago. 
And the winner, I forget the guy's name. He never had a career in the WWE. He, he, I don't think he ever made it past developmental. But he took Stone. He took the stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Took the stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Flew, flew in the air. Actually, like rolled out of the ring. And then, like two minutes later. It was like on all fours, like holding the back of his head. And people were bitching and moaning that he didn't sell the stunner correctly. Here's Shawn Michaels, a Hall of Famer, some regard as the greatest of all time. He's on all fours two seconds later and is crawling to the turnbuckle after taking an RKO and a punt. I'm sorry. There's got to be more to it. Let's go back out to the busted open nation. Let's go out to Thomas. In North Carolina, Thomas, what did you think of the end of Monday Night Raw last night? Uh, kind of going back to what the uh, conspiracy theory, I think you can call it, was uh, with Shawn Michaels not really telling it. It wouldn't. The only reason I believe it is it's not the first time he's done it. To an extent, there was a match a good while ago with uh, Michaels and Hogan where he oversold the crap out of that kind of going out on his own. And so that's the only reason why I think that there is some some sort of truth to that sort of uh, theory. Well, I mean, Thomas, again, like Bully just said, and thanks for the phone call, like Bully just said, it's the second biggest pay-per-view on your calendar. Next to the, the main event of Monday Night Raw, there's no bigger main event than the main event to SummerSlam. WrestleMania. Sorry, WrestleMania. What did I say? Monday Night Raw. Sorry. But what play, What was played out on Monday Night Raw last night was your go-home show. That's the last image you're going to see before Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton touch on Sunday. What's... for Put egos or anything aside. Christian was laid out. Edge was laid out. Big Show was laid out. The greatest of all time, Ric Flair, was laid out. Shawn Michaels need to be laid out, laid out, laid out. No movement at the end of that show last night. Dave, I'm not trying to be a douche to you right now, but that's it. Let's move on. All right, let's move on. Honestly, I think we've given all of our points, unless unless a caller wants to talk about it, because... I can't, I'm I'm like I'm almost upset that we're spending so much time talking about Shawn Michaels not selling. For right, you know Wharton. It's absurd. Sirius XM NFL Radio is getting you ready for the 2020 season. Joined by the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, John Gruden. We've rebuilt this team. Uh, we had a really good rookie class last year. And this year, uh, if you could just see us practice, you'd be so impressed with Ruggs, our first-round pick from Alabama. we got a long way to go, but we have added some speed. Last year, we added some size. And those are two things the Raiders are known for. There's a story for every team on Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88. Something that I did love from Monday Night Raw last night was that women's tag match. And, Bully, I got to tell you, I love the combination of Asuka and Shayna Bay. It's a pretty badass team. I really like the tag match myself. I thought all four women did a great job last night. Little bit of a disconnect with Nia getting involved in the no DQ because in the past couple of weeks, people have been coming down to the ring and referees have been DQing things left and right. But then last night, here comes Nia, no DQ. I would just like a little bit of continuity here. You know, it would be nice. 
but I'm not going to take away from the match. I liked it. I like, uh, listen, all four of these women have been doing a great job. Somebody tweeted me yesterday about how could we not include Bailey in the, in, the, in the group of women right now who are doing the best work in the WWE. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dave. We always talk about Bailey. We talk about Sasha, Bailey, Asuka. We talk about Natty. All these women who are doing such a great job right now while Charlotte is not around. Yeah, and I think Bailey has really had a great summer. You know, they're talking about the summer of, of Sasha and Bailey. They both have had a great summer. I've said Sasha's done some of the best work in her career, but Bailey has really stepped up. I, I was been very critical of her in her heel run, but she has been tremendous these last few months. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens because both Sasha and Bailey are putting up their titles against Asuka on Sunday. And then at payback, you're going to get the tag match now looking like it's going to be, you know, Asuka and Shayna Baszler. I mean, I, I, I wonder what's going to happen to Sasha and Bailey, especially Sunday at SummerSlam. Listen, I'm looking forward to it, and mostly because all four women are getting it done in the ring, and they're having good matches. I like the physicality. Uh, with Shayna, I think she's got to lay her stuff in just a tiny bit more because Shayna's as credible as credible gets. So I just want to see her be a little bit more aggressive in the ring. You know what I mean? It's funny you said that, Bully, because I was kind of thinking the same thing. She was in the ring with Sasha last night, and it seemed like she was kind of tentative, you know, especially running the ropes and putting those knees to Sasha. Like, Sasha's a pro. You don't have to worry about Sasha. No, you, you know, no, no, you do have to worry. And here's the reason why. Go ahead. Sasha might be a pro. But so is Shayna. And when you're a professional mixed martial artist, your, your instinct is to throw those knees as hard as you can to inflict real pain. In the world of sports entertainment, you have to make it look like you're throwing those knees as hard as you can to inflict real pain. So it's not about... Sasha being able to take it. Yeah, Sasha's a tough woman. She can handle it. But if Shayna brings it the way she would bring it in an octagon, she'd knock Sasha the hell out instantly. And I think Shayna is trying to find that happy medium of shoot fighter and working pro wrestler. And that's why at times it seems she might be a tiny bit gun shy. She's doing a great job. I enjoy what she's doing. She's just got to find that 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 sweet spot, that groove where it looks great, it looks painful, but it's not. Yeah, and and listen, that's a tough thing to do. And one of the other things I did like, and I haven't really been a huge fan of it, but I was kind of like a wait and see attitude with it. But I really enjoyed it last night. Was Raw Underground, and a big reason I liked Raw Underground last night, Bully, was because of Shayna Baszler. If anybody was like custom fit for Raw Underground, it's Shayna Baszler. Where, you know what? I don't have to worry about rules. I don't have to worry about sports entertainment. I am just going to go out there and just kick people's asses. I really enjoyed Raw Underground. And I haven't been a big fan of Shane McMahon being a part of Raw Underground. I liked Shane McMahon last night with Raw Underground. I liked the little jabs. I liked the I liked the way what he was saying on the microphone. I liked how he was shooing people in and shooing people out. 
I got to be honest with you. I connected with Raw Underground last night. And and that's fine. Um, when I, I have to kind of detach Raw Underground from the show in order to enjoy it. Like, I have to look at Raw Underground as a completely separate entity. And I can appreciate it for what it is. I can appreciate the physicality. I can appreciate whatever something different they're trying to do. But I just don't know what they're trying to do yet. I have no idea what Raw Underground really is. I don't know what the tie-in is. Is it supposed to be a show within a show? Does Raw Underground actually supposed to be a part of any running storyline? Am I missing something? Um, yeah, I, I know I got Shayna and, and Naya, but I got to tell you, man, they stood there for what seemed like to be an eternity, and I'm saying to myself, Shayna Baszler is a killer. She would never wait that long in a shoot-fighting type of scenario. I wish they would have gotten out of that a little quicker. I wish that as soon as they went face-to-face, Nia would have bailed. To me, it just took a little bit too long. No big deal. But like I said, when I'm watching Raw Underground, and listen, I uh, this is right up Shane's alley. Shane loves all this stuff. If it was up to Shane, Shane would fight 20 hours out of the day. Eat the other three and probably sleep for an hour like his father. Like, like, like it's, it's tailor-made for him. And who knows? Maybe the underground has something to do with retribution. I don't think so. It's not out of the realm of possibility. No, nothing is out of the realm of possibility because it's wrestling and you can pretty much do whatever you want, whether it makes sense or not, who knows? Um, I talked about yesterday about, you know, whoever these retribution people are, they have to have a real gripe, you know? Listen, could retribution, check this out, Dave. I was thinking about this last night. Could Retribution, I think I mentioned this once to you. We talked about it once. Could Retribution be an entire women's group? Yeah, we talked about it once, but there. listen, women could be behind it, but there are men involved in it. We, we, there, there's definitively at least some of these segments that we've saw, it's both men and women. So I don't think it's going to be all women. But again, like, bully, anything could be. Like, you could get people to to take your side. You could get recruits. But it could be a, a groundswell of women, you know, from NXT or, or, or what have you. Again, I don't know. Again, you know, at some point we got to find out, like, here, but case in point, The Shield. Did The Shield ever really definitively have – a reason to be the hounds of justice. They said they were the hounds of justice, but what was behind what they did? You ever really knew with retribution, you definitely have to, there has to be a definitive reason why they're doing what they're doing. What if retribution were all the women from evolution, the pay-per-view evolution that weren't getting as fair a shot as some of the other women? There's a whole slew of women on the roster that they're not doing anything with right now. A Naomi, a Carmella, um, a Lacey. Uh, I, I can keep going. No, no, there's there's a ton that have kind of been overlooked because even with even with Charlotte stepping aside for a while, it's still just a core of four or five women that are getting noticed and being used. And this is why I think retribution should should be from many different 
areas of disgruntled WWE people, some disgruntled women on the roster, some disgruntled people who were never given the right opportunity, some disgruntled people that were let go, disgruntled with the machine, the machine being the WWE. Lots of different people with all the same story. They want revenge on the WWE. They want retribution on the WWE because they feel they, feel they have been done wrong. Summer is time to start prepping for your fantasy football draft with Fantasy Sports Radio. Touchdown, Atlanta! And this year, it's also time for fantasy baseball players to do the same. It is Listen for expert advice to dominate your fantasy football and baseball drafts. Will Garrett Cole be the first pitcher taken? 12 strikeouts for Garrett Cole. Now celebrating our 10th year, bringing you the best fantasy sports radio on Sirius 210 XM87. Let's go out to the Busted Open Nation. One of my all-time favorite callers, and that's Mark from Texas. What's going on, Mark? What's going on, Dave? It's Mark from Texas. Hey, Mark from Texas. How are you? I'm absolutely wonderful. I, I tell you what, it's hard, hard, hard to come on the show on Monday mm-hmm. and disagree, or come on the show on Tuesday and disagree with what Bully said on Monday. But no disagreements. Ha <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I thought I thought it was horrible. Wow. I thought that it was like, you know, uh, the show was great overall. But the whole segment of Mickey James coming back and not getting an entrance and them shooting what was going on outside the ring, it, it hurt me. And I, I told Jacob right away, I was like, this is not good. Um. You know, as if it would have been me, I would have been real. My feelings would have been hurt, and I, I, I would have resorted to the old Mark Henry and started throwing shit and <laughs> acting up. <laughs> but it, 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 it upset me. But you know what, man? You know, you get a payday, just like you know. I'm, I mean, I've been on, I've been on busted open the last two days. Hopefully, I get a little bump and little bump and pay. You know, Ooh. get that get that extra get that extra shiz out. Yeah. And uh, but but Mickey got that shot. She got that extra pizzay. <laughs> so you know what? Pin me, pay me. Get a little biz dump <laughs> in the pizzay, brother. Mark, what did you so Mark, you called in yesterday and we were talking about the power rankings. You said that Randy should have been ranked higher. And you know, you definitely uh, the Randy and Flair stuff you felt really strongly about. How did you feel? And I was about- right. Oh, okay, I could sit here and tell you why you were wrong, but that's not what we want to talk to you about. Um, How did the show what- start yesterday? Did the what show start with Leslie? Dominic? Mark, they're not my rankings. They're Dave's. He invented this stuff. But no, you but they don't mean. You talking, talking shit. How was I talking shit? You just said that you can tell me how I'm wrong. I want you to tell me how I'm wrong as it relates to how the show started yesterday. I'm telling you that you're wrong based on Dave LaGreca's power rankings. He's the one that laid out the rules when he first started. Then Dave is wrong. Okay, fine. I can deal with that. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, but but you know what, but Mark, to go back to your point, my power rankings aren't about the segment. Now, if I said the most impactful segment of the week, no doubt it was what happened with Randy Orton and Ric Flair. But when you're talking about wrestlers, it's a different situation. But man, like, who would have thought that Shawn Michaels had a head of steel? Because obviously he does after what we saw last night. Yeah, I mean Superman. I mean that's that's old. That's old school Shawn Michaels. You can shoot him. He gonna he gonna stand up and lean against the ropes. It's not nothing new. But did it right? No, it wasn't right. You know, like our best days are gone. Sell for the business. Do for do for what for the future. And and, it, and I mean, it's called giving a rub. You know, if your ego can't stand for you to not give the rub to somebody, then that is just too bad, man. I, it, it hurts my heart. I mean, I, I said earlier in the show, Mark, as 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 you feel very strongly about Randy, so do I. And I said that there's no way in hell with as strong as Mark feels about Randy and his trajectory right now that he couldn't be mad, pissed, taken back, disappointed, whatever word you want to use about the lack of selling in that last segment last night. How do you take such a strong finish and get kicked in the head and then basically throw it out the window? Yes, that's bad business. And I'm sure that somebody said, come on, Sean, damn. But it's after the fact. So it's not going to, It is, you know, it's, it's pissing in the wind. You're wasting your breath. I mean, it's not going to happen again now because they know that he's going to get up. So why why would you do that? But you know what, man? Like, the dude's a Hall of Famer multiple times. He's done more for the business than a lot of people that's going to have arguments. And um, at the end of the day, um, you got an interesting segment. Uh, a lot of Ballyhoo people tuned in just because they wanted to see what was going to happen with him, and he knew it. He knew that it was uh, the moment was about um, getting, you know, getting over, and 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 he got over. So, you know, he, I guess he's kind of entitled to that, but don't make it right. Wow, Mark. I think if either one of us were in that situation, we'd still be laying there. I'd still be laying there, feet up in there. Yep. With my hand out. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Where the check? Where the check? I'm reaching for the check. Kick me, pay me. Kick me, pay me. Amen. I lay there, but they had to. They had to come and scrape me up off the ground. Uh, Punt equals pay. Also, I was thinking of you, Mark. Uh, last night with Bianca Belair. I know you. You know. You know. You've been a mentor to Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair catches Selena Vega in yeah. flight, and then and then, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. Use the world's strongest slam outside the ring. See that last night? Yeah. What's up with that? Oh man, I'm telling you. You talk about somebody breaking into the biggest shit-eating grin you ever saw. That was me last night. <laughs> I was so flattered, and it looked good on her too. So I was, I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? If 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 you want it, it's yours. Wow. 
All right. I mean, so maybe that's something that we're going to see more of from Bianca Belair. And I think, too, Mark, get your take really quick, uh, is that you're, you are seeing something special in Bianca Belair. And I think a lot of people are seeing stuff that we already knew from Zelina Vega as well. I think those two have a lot of chemistry and there's a lot of magic between them. Yeah, well, Dave, you, you said it a long time ago. Uh, it's about your opportunities. And Zelina has really not got that opportunity to be a pro wrestler. She's, you know, she did it in NXT. And then once she came up to Raw and SmackDown, uh, she's kind of been delegated as a manager. And now I guess, you know, they're, they're seeing that she can, not only can she work, but she can entertain. And um, she, she's over. We care about what happens with her. I mean, but when when they when they said they got we got a special camera, you know, special video that need to be looked at. Man, it was like Jerry Springer. The whole world went nuts. You see the internet? The internet was like going crazy. Oh man, what's going to happen? And yep. that was that's building. They you don't get that from everybody. Yeah, and Mark, I mean, we got a lot to talk about when you join us on Friday. I'm really looking forward to that, and I'm really looking forward, again, to the SummerSlam Busted Open virtual party that's taking place from 2 to 4 on Sunday. Register now at SiriusXM.com slash SummerSlam. Mark, we got a lot going on this week, man. I can't wait to talk to you on Friday. You're going to be on with Ryan on Saturday and then again on Sunday. Yeah, and tell Bully that... Well, I can tell him because I'm on now. Um, true. Don't go buy a bottle of Terramana. I already did. I just got to mail it. You're going to mail me the bottle so, of Terramana? Yeah, I'm going to mail it today. Ooh. Well, that so, is so very nice of you, Mark. Is this, is this like you ex- extending the olive branch of friendship and kind of like admitting that you were wrong? No, it's not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have to be proven wrong. I'm not going to admit that I'm wrong. That's my wife. I think that Dave should apologize to you. <laughs> You're such a shit disturber. <laughs> well, apologize for what? Because you misled Mark Henry into what he thought were the rules of your power rankings. If no. you wouldn't have been so misleading, he wouldn't have never thought what he did. First well, of all, do, just say I'm sorry, Mark Henry. I'm not because, you know, again, don't I'm, whine, Dave. I'm not whining. All I'm saying is this. When I did my power rankings, I said that 4-3-2 and, of course, 1, I can, you can make an argument for any of them being number one. I had Randy Orton. You can make Orton. an argument, Dave, that RC Cola is better than Coca-Cola and Pepsi. Exactly, Dave. Don't Dave. mean it's right. That's right. I totally agree with Mark. Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Oscar was my number. Now, most powerful. You're right. I mean, there's no arguing. The freaking show ended with Randy Orton, and it started. Don't get hot at me. I'm not getting hot. I'm yelling in general. (laughs) Everybody, you were the one last guy, Mark, that had some belief in my power rankings. Now that's gone. And by the way, I think RC Cole is better than Coca-Cola. How about that? Oh, stop it. Had the little baseball pictures on the back of the can back in the day. 
Coca-Cola didn't do that. Coca-Cola was shit. They wouldn't have changed their formula back in 1989. It was a marketing ploy. Yeah. How'd that work out? It didn't work out very well. You're right. Neither, yeah. neither was the new Pepsi. Yeah, new Pepsi, terrible. RC Cola never changed their formula. There was no new RC no. Cola. It's the same old shit you've been drinking for years. Drink it. And you drink it with a smile on your face. <laughs> Royal I'm Crown. I'm a Royal ale. Crown Cola. Royal Crown, the king of colas. RC I call, Cola. Oh, Jack and Ginger. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing RC Cola back. I'm bringing it back. I'm, you know what? I'm going to be drinking some RC Cola. I'll talk about it every day. I'm, bring, I'm drinking some RC Cola at, the, uh, at our virtual SummerSlam party from 2 to 4 on Sunday. Pre-register now. Hey, get, get the pay out. out, Dave. Google. That? I said Mark, Google are you going to really message. send me a bottle? Yeah. I'm, all right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want all of y'all, like, we want, we want Dwayne to come on the show. If we got a brown, if I had to brown those and buy a case, then I bought a case. And you now I'm going to send it to everybody. Two- and I'm, listen, Bully, I'm going to drink some too. Will you, you finish a drink. whole bottle with me? He can no, drink a I'm whole not going to drink a whole bottle. Guys I'm going to have one sip. I'm going to have one sip and give it to my wife. Now, I've had some in my life, Dave. I just, uh, I'm not a good drinker. So usually all the stories about me drinking, I end up in jail. So uh, I don't drink <laughs> so I can keep my freedom. But you're drinking again on Sunday. I mean, if that doesn't sell the virtual party, I don't know what. Mark Henry gets imprisoned on you Sunday. Know what, you know what, Mark? You know what's funny? Though? We, we've deal. had a lot of good times with absolutely no alcohol involved. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. I know how to have a good time. Absolutely. Let me say this. Might be a cigar involved. Let me let me say this, and this is coming strictly from me. Obviously, I know it's not going to be endorsed by Bully or Mark. But let me just say this. If we do the test, the taste test of that tequila on Sunday, and we don't get the rock on it, rock's a bad guy. Wow. <laughs> wow. I think he'll come on. He better come on. I mean, it's, it's good endorsement of the product. If he don't come on, then you can call him a bad guy. How much of like, uh, how much time are we giving him to come on? I don't know, Dave. I, I, didn't, I haven't thought it through that far. Gotta think it through, Dave. If Rocky comes on, you're off. Rocky's on. <laughs> I've, I told, I said it publicly. Rock comes on, I'll give him a Dave. I'll even give him, get him with the bear, look like a bear T-shirt. That's like a hot seller on pro wrestling tees. Between the, the cost of the shirt and postage, he's talking 25 bucks. $25. He can't come on the show for $25? Ridiculous. I, listen, he, Dave, I think it should be a lack of funds a shirt. The yeah, lack of funds kind of, is yeah. the one that makes me smile every time I see it. After he made $89 million last year, it'd be pretty funny seeing him at the gym wearing a lack of funds a shirt. You're right. The lack. I'm going to send him the lack of funds a shirt. How funny would that be, though? That'd be great. We'll see if he comes on, but we'll we'll definitely drink the tequila on Sunday again. Myself, Bully, Mark, T 
Tommy, we're going to do it. I can't. Tommy, Tommy doesn't drink either. Well, Tommy, have, but he's got to have a drink. sip. He's got. If I'm gonna have a sip, he's got to have a sip. That's right. That's right. Tommy's drank. I mean, you before, just gotta Tommy, be able. To, my wife will drink the rest of the bottle. That's all. Yeah, we'll drink with your wife. She gets liquored up. Maybe I, you know, get a little. Whoop. Maybe I might. I whoop, might whoop. get lucky. <laughs> just walked in and said, you "Might get lucky." You know what? Yeah. That should be one of the guaranteed nights. Your birthday, Valentine's Day, SummerSlam. That should be one of the givens. <laughs> SummerSlam night, a little bit of the old up down. <laughs> a little bit the of the horizontal mumbo jumbo. Up down. Up, up, down, down. Down, down. That's right. Up, down, this way, that way. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like the Drake cake. It's a little moist. All right, uh, Mark, thank you so much for for hopping on. We'll talk to you Friday, listen to you Saturday. The party's on Sunday, man. Mark, thanks again. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.